Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Hashtag Skin Enthusiast, the podcast. This episode is a solo episode where I'm going to kind of dive into my nightly routine. I felt like the new year was probably a really good time to do this, so you can kind of get an idea of what I do in my own routine, not only for my skin, but also for my health, my overall wellness, and for good sleep, because all of those things really compound and contribute to whether or not you feel like your complexion is glowing or is in need of a little bit of help. It's the new year. It's time to reset all of these bad habits that we picked up in the last year. So I hope this episode gives you a little bit of an insight into my own nightly routine that I've kind of honed in on over the last two to three years. I feel like in the last two to three years, my life has really changed a lot and my routines have changed with it. And I definitely feel like my skin, my health, it's all better because of it. So get comfortable and enjoy the episode. So I don't feel like I'm super rigid with routines, but I do feel like I kind of have my morning routine and my nighttime routine on lock. And it basically revolves all around my skincare routine. I think there's a few other extra things, especially at night that I do, but these routines really are structured around what I do in my skincare and then everything else kind of fills in the gaps. I'm not super rigid with it, but I do feel that when I try to stick with these routines, I do feel my best and that just makes me more productive in every aspect of my life. I wanted to shout out one of the sweetest reviews I've read this week. It's titled Expert Advice I Can Trust. I'm so happy I stumbled on this podcast. It has become my new favorite routine. I like that I can trust Amy and the experts she brings on. I've struggled with my skin and the advice from this podcast has really saved my skin and boosted my confidence. Could not recommend a podcast more. This is from Ashton Ote, O-T-T-E. Ashton, that is the sweetest review. Thank you so much for taking the time to rate and review the show. When I read these, it just absolutely warms my heart. And hearing that what I have to say and what these guests have to say have has made a difference in your skincare routine, I cannot tell you. It literally means the world to me. So Ashton, if you're listening, please drop into my DMs. I would love to send you a little box of goodies just as a thank you for taking the time to share your feedback and write this review. So please drop into my DMs and send me your information. This podcast is brought to you by Current Body. You've seen me using the Current Body devices for almost two years now, and I'm super excited to have a discount code to share with you guys. It is CBAMY for 15% off at currentbody.com. If you're wondering what devices I think are worth it, I'm going to cover that a little bit later, and you guys can get to know exactly what I use in my own routine, but for now, you can use that code for 15% off your whole purchase. So, my nighttime routine. The first thing I do when I get home, either from clinic or from a day out, or I just start to wind down my day, is do a quick body shower. I generally like to shower at night. I just feel like in the morning, I'm usually like either heading straight to a workout or I'm getting up and doing something with Josie. So I really find that like doing my body shower at night, well, obviously, if I'm washing my hair, I wash my hair, but every night I do a body shower and it just kind of helps to relax me. And I really try to do this with no podcast and no music. If you guys know me, you know, I'm obsessed with podcasts, which is a big reason why I started my own in the first place. I listen to podcasts at any like given moment in my day that I have a second to myself. 
which probably says something about me that I'm not able to like be alone in my silence. So I really try to do that with my shower time. I know that people say that they like get their best ideas in the shower. That's never been my experience. I think I just kind of like zone out, turn my brain off for that time and just kind of like focus on the ritual of what I'm doing. So in the shower, I mostly like to use an exfoliating product on my body. So that might be like a chemical exfoliation in the form of a body wash. I really like the salicylic acid body wash from Naturium or it might be a scrub kind of depending on how my skin's feeling. I definitely don't use a scrub every day. I do find that the cell acid body wash is gentle enough that I can use it on my body every day. Um, but if I'm going to be using a scrub, I like the Necessaire scrub or the Salt Air scrub. Generally what I'm looking for when it comes to a scrub on my body, because you all know I will never use a scrub on my face, but on my body, I like a really fine scrub and I'll usually look for some sort of other active ingredients like other exfoliants or other nourishing ingredients in the formulation itself, but the scrub has to be fine. That's really important. I hate an abrasive scrub that feels like I'm rubbing like rock salt all over my body because I just don't think that that's beneficial to the skin, but I do really like the way my skin feels after a nice nice gentle exfoliation and I'm really trying to take like the skin on my body more seriously the past six months I feel like I put so much emphasis on my neck my face my chest that I really wanted to kind of hone in on my body care routine now especially because I'm somebody who pigments super easily oh it's 111 I always catch the clock at 111 or 1111 um, and it's just like my little nod from the universe that you're moving in the right direction. So they call them angel numbers. I don't know if you guys know this, but I always see either 555 or 111 and 1111. And it's just like my little nudge that like things are good. Like you're doing good girl. So if you're someone who also sees them, that's what they mean. Okay. So I am trying to take my, the skin on my body more seriously. So after I do my exfoliation, I'll usually use a body oil in the shower. I rarely will use a body wash unless I'm using one with like specifically for the chemical exfoliation part of it like I don't use soap or like body washes to like really clean my body I really like to use a body oil a shower oil and most of them will give you like a nice lather so you are getting clean but your skin isn't being stripped because all those good nourishing lipids from the oil are being deposited on the skin and oftentimes when you get out of the shower you feel like you don't even need moisturizer I still apply it but I feel like if I were to forget my, the skin on my body is good because I've used that oil as a body wash. I really like the one from Uriage. That's one I've been using the most often. It's a game changer for the winter months. And I also use this as my shaving cream. So I don't use any type of shaving cream. I just use my shower oil for this. Like I said, it gives me a nice lather. Um, and I do this after I exfoliate. I always exfoliate my body skin before I shave my legs. And then I will wash my face. So Usually I keep a couple of cleansers in the shower, like my benzoyl peroxide cleanser or a gentle cleanser, and I'll give my face a good wash. I know a lot of people say they don't like to wash their face in the shower because the water's too warm. Weirdly, the water in my house does actually not get that warm, so I'm not that concerned about it. I'm someone who likes scalding hot showers, but unfortunately, my water heater doesn't allow for it, so it's fine for my face. So after I get out of the shower, while my skin is still damp, I'll just pat it dry. So I pat it dry. I don't rub it dry. I don't completely dry it. I leave it slightly damp and then I'll moisturize. So this is a really hot tip if you're somebody who deals with dry skin, especially in the winter months, don't rub your skin. Just gently pat it dry, leave it slightly damp still, and then go in with like a really nice dense moisturizer. I really like the one from Skin Fix. Um, they have a body moisturizer. I also really love the oil balm from Uriage. It's so 
it feels so luxurious. Like the oil balm is the perfect way to describe it because it really melts into your skin like a very light oil. But there's also a combo I have been loving and I went to an event with Tata Harper like towards the end of 2023 and ever since then this is like one of the combos I've been religiously using and it's their serum and body oil combo. So I start with the body serum, apply it all over, then I go in with the body oil and if I'm feeling really bougie I will go in with like one of those body gua sha paddles. It feels good to just like get the circulation moving. Um, the one I use is from Della Hart. I love her tools. Also, if you've ever seen me wear that black or oat visor that everybody loves, that's also from Della Hart, but she makes amazing tools. So then after I get out of the shower, I start getting dinner ready. We eat dinner pretty early because we're like just an early household. I like to be in bed early. Josie goes to bed at seven. So we eat around like five, five thirty, which means I'm showering even before then, which is kind of ridiculous. Sometimes I'll shower after, it just depends. But on most nights, I'm just hopping in the shower quickly. I know that routine sounded like a lot, but I swear it only takes me a few minutes. So I'll shower quickly and then I'll start getting dinner ready. Our diet, I would say, is pretty Mediterranean. We do lean meats like chicken. Um, we don't do really red meat. I do a lot of fish. I was vegetarian. I was pescatarian for three years. So I lived three years of my life with no chicken, no meat, no nothing. And I really enjoyed it. Um, but I do eat some now just to get a little bit more protein. I really try to prioritize protein in my diet, which you'll hear more about with my evening snack. After we eat dinner, which is usually a lean protein, lots and lots of veggies. I try to keep carbs small for Jim and I. Obviously, Josie gets more carbs. After we eat dinner, we'll go for an evening walk before the sun sets. We'll either do this before or after dinner, and this just helps to kind of like regulate blood sugar. It also helps to regulate your circadian rhythm. So I'm definitely a stickler about getting her morning walk in, and I try to do one in the evening too because it does help her sleep better. And then once we get back from our walk, we start our little routine with Josie, the Josie routine. So she gets a bath. I would say she gets a bath most nights just because usually we're outside, which means she would have had to have sunscreen on because we live in Miami um, or, you know, she just got sweaty or dirty or whatever. So most nights she does get a bath um, and I keep her routine super minimal. Her skin isn't very dry. We live in a climate that's pretty humid, but if it is, I will use a lotion after the shower or after the bath. In the bath itself, I use just like a super gentle wash. We love the Honest the Honest Baby products. Those are like, um, I use mostly them and Pipette. Those are the two brands I use the most. Her body wash, her baby wash is from Honest. Then we get out. I'll do a little comb of her hair. Like I said, usually I skip lotion unless she needs it. And then we'll get her in her PJs and we'll read our books and I'll give her her little affirmations and put her in bed by seven. So when I put her in bed, I just tell her, you are strong, you are smart, you are safe, you are protected, you are vibrant. I say everything you want is already yours and you have the power of the universe right inside you. So that's like our little thing that we do before we lay her head down and she goes to sleep super easy. And that's at seven. So usually by seven oh five, I'm in the kitchen making my after dinner snack, which is the snack I have eaten for probably three years now. I started when I was pregnant and Josie's going to be two this next month. So um, I've been eating it for a really long time and if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me talk about it all the time. I call it like my skin friendly dessert and it is a full bowl of full fat 
pasture-raised Greek yogurt. The brand I use is Stonyfield. They have a regular organic version and they have a pasture-raised organic version. It is hard to find, but I use the pasture-raised pasture-raised version whenever I can. So it's full fat, plain Greek yogurt, no sugar, no flavoring, no nothing. And then I will cut up some organic strawberries. I'll use blackberries or blueberries if I have them on hand as well. But like you will not find me on a day where I don't have this yogurt and strawberries stocked in my fridge because I'm so obsessed with this snack. Then after I add my fruit, I'll add organic pumpkin seeds. And then I buy these like keto chocolate chips. I either do the Who brand or the Lacanto Lancanto brand. They both sweeten their dark chocolate chips with like monk fruit or something that's not sugar. So I'll use that. I really do try to be mindful about sugar because we know that sugar obviously spikes our blood sugar, which can then really wreak havoc on our skin. So I definitely am sensitive to breakouts when it comes to eating sugar. But beyond that, sugar also breaks down the collagen in our skin by a place by a process called glycation. So it really does age us to eat poorly to eat foods that raise our blood sugar which are like simple carbohydrates and sugars so I try my best to refrain or at least if I am indulging to make sure I'm eating lots of protein and fiber with it to blunt that blood sugar spike these are all things I learned when I had gestational diabetes I had to really change the way I eat because as I mentioned I was vegetarian so I was eating a lot more carbs than I do now and my blood sugar definitely suffered from it that's not the case for everybody and of course I had I had the compounding issue of being pregnant, which makes you more insulin resistant as it is, but I did have gestational diabetes, so I had to change everything, and I definitely noticed an improvement in my skin. So this is like a good low glycemic index snack that you can have at home. It's incredibly filling because of all the protein in the Greek yogurt, and there's good fats in there. You're getting antioxidants from the berries, which are really important for your skin, and then, of course, it's keeping that blood sugar balanced. So after I have my snack, I'll kind of relax a little bit and then I will have my magnesium drink. So I use the Magnesium by um, Moon Juice. I just love the way it tastes and it does calm me down. I try not to do it during the day. I know some people have magnesium during the day, but it does tend to make me a little sleepy. So I kind of reserve it for nighttime. It just helps to calm me down. And recently I have been also mixing in collagen with it. Now, The issue I find with collagen is sometimes it's hard to like mix it well into a drink and I hate when I get the chunks of it because I'm just mixing it in like very thin, you know, water. I'm not mixing it in a smoothie or anything, which is probably what I should do. But when it comes to collagen, you'll have seen me talk for years about how I don't think it's worth the money. And to be honest, I don't know at this moment if if I would actually buy it, especially at the prices that they're being marketed at right now. But I will have an update for you guys soon. I do like to ingest the ones I've been gifted now. I used to not even touch them. But now I do believe there's enough data. There's been two larger meta-analyses in the last few years that have kind of pointed to collagen being an actually efficacious protein to ingest for inducing collagen or at least helping the appearance of our skin. So there's been some studies that have shown a decrease in wrinkle depth, um, definitely an increase in skin hydration has been seen and elasticity. So I do think there's a place for them in our routine. I do think we need more data before we can say it's a game changer, but I think if you're someone who it's in your budget and you enjoy adding it into your routine, it can't hurt and may help. So 
I do think it's helpful if it's in your budget. I've been using the one by Glow Glow by Ava is the brand and it's a type one hydrolyzed marine collagen. But what I love about this is that it also has oral vitamin C in there. And we know that vitamin C is an essential cofactor for the synthesis of collagen. What that means is collagen cannot be created without vitamin C. So I, for years, just told my patients, eat a diet rich in vitamin C, eat lots of fruits and vegetables, lots of greens, all of those things that give our body good levels of vitamin C if you want to keep your collagen. And you're getting the added benefit of the other antioxidants and things like that. So that's kind of my nighttime routine when it comes to what I'm eating and drinking. And then I will just kind of relax and I'll either work or I'll read. The reality of having a toddler at home is that my work hours are either when she's sleeping or where she's going to bed, when she's going to bed. I shared that my husband and I are trying this new schedule where we're kind of alternating days. So on his days, he is like with her fully. He'll either take her out of the house or just play with her in the backyard or inside. And those are my days to like really get work done. Unfortunately for me, those always kind of fall on days where either here I'm in the studio here recording podcasts all day or I'm in the office seeing patients. So I rarely will get a day at home to really like work on all the other stuff I have to work on, which is writing blog posts, creating short form content, editing content, creating the newsletter, linking you know, keeping up my shop, my shelf, which is where I link all the products I use, all those things. It takes so much time. You guys, I know it sounds like a little bit ridiculous, but I mean, I, I'm working on these things like, you know, 50, 60 hours a week. So I have to be really cognizant about making use of the time she's asleep. So in an ideal world, would I be working at this time of night? No, I would be reading and relaxing, but that's just not the reality of my life right now. I do try my best to stop scrolling. So I try to get on, post what I need to post, interact with all my lovely community, and then get off. There are a few creators that I like actually seek out their content because it makes me feel so good. And I know you guys are going to ask, so I'm just going to drop them here. It's a lot of like mom and just like fashion content because it just makes me happy. I love consuming Rocky Barnes on TikTok. All her, her content is so amazing. It's like I can just like relax and zone out and watch her videos for days and then on instagram i love amber filler up and julia burlsheimer she used to be gal meets glam but now her handle is her name and i love both of them because i feel like their style is so unique their content is so happy it's a good kind of disconnect from the world sometimes and i love the way that they like incorporate their children in their content and just like different things that they do as moms i find really inspiring i'm always trying to like emulate that a little bit better and make things a little bit more fun for Josie and just like make everyday life more exciting and I feel like both of them do a really good job at that. I'll kind of look at that content for a minute but for the most part I try to be off social media and then once I start to wind down I will brush my teeth first. So I do my skincare routine and my oral hygiene routine pretty early um, because I don't like to be rushed with my skincare. I like to have plenty of time to let things absorb and um, just kind of take my time. So first things first, I brush my teeth. So I'll use like a whitening toothpaste. I do floss every single night. I'm like such a stickler for flossing. I think it is so important when it comes to oral hygiene and it's really important for overall health. A lot of people don't realize like how important our dental health is to our overall health and our gum health is the start of that. So if you're not regularly flossing, you get 
bacteria build up in your in your gums and it can lead to other infections down the line so like keeping your teeth healthy and clean is incredibly important so i use the coco floss um, it definitely took me some time to get used to it's like a braided floss and in the beginning i didn't love it i thought it was a little bit annoying but i got used to it and now i really enjoy it i think it's more effective than the gliding floss and then you don't have like all the stuff you know like the whatever the coating is that they put on the gliding floss you don't have to worry about that and then um the toothbrush i use is an electric toothbrush by oral b i was always told by my dentist my brother-in-law is my dentist and um, he always said that the ones that move around are the best not the ones that move back and forth so i always get the circular one by oral b and then i'll start my skincare routine and if you're wondering why the heck i just told you about brushing my teeth it's because it's actually really important to do before your skincare routine and the reason is because if you're somebody who is prone to irritation or perioral dermatitis or anything like that around the mouth there are ingredients in toothpaste like fluoride that can make this ear that can be bringing this on basically so it's important that you're brushing your or washing your face after you brush your teeth to to remove any remnants of toothpaste that could be on your face so the first step in my nighttime skincare routine is an oil or a balm cleanser and i like to do this first to remove all my makeup or at least the majority of it before i go in with my second cleanse a double cleanse is absolutely necessary I know that might be a controversial thing to say, but you cannot get all of your sunscreen off, even if you're not wearing makeup. If you're wearing enough sunscreen, which you should be, it will not all come off with the first cleanse. So you need to make sure you're double cleansing at night. I think the cleanse is so highly underrated when it comes to your skincare routine. If you're somebody who's struggling with your skin and your complexion, especially if you're breaking out, look to your cleansing routine. Make sure you're actually effectively cleansing the skin. It's the foundation to the whole routine. It's so, so, so important. So I start with a cleansing oil or a cleansing balm. I love the Haru Haru cleansing oil. That's what I've been using most lately. For balms, I really love the Naturium balm. I think that that's that and the Elemis cleansing balm are like head to head two of my favorite ones. I think Naturium is special because the consistency is special and it's very affordable. Elemis, the naked balm, like that is just like the texture is so good. I do find that it leaves that little film on my eyes. Um, but in some people that drives them crazy for me, I don't know. I don't mind it so much. It's not the worst thing in the world. And while I'm doing this first cleanse with my oil or my balm, I like to do my facial massage. So if you haven't already listened to my episode with Patricia San Pedro, I highly recommend that you do because there's so many tips and tricks that you can incorporate to your routine as is with just your hands without adding in any extra investments, no extra money, no extra products, no extra tools that can make a difference in your skin. So as I'm cleansing, I used to think that you couldn't do facial massage or gua sha unless you were adding in another oil. I just, I guess I just never thought about it in this way, but you can do all those things just with the products you already use. And because usually my first cleanse is the like most lipid rich, usually an oil or a balm that I use in my whole routine, I'll do my, my, um, facial massage at this step. So I've kind of like adopted a whole routine that I've done from, like I've seen from so many other people online that I follow like a lot of facial massage and lymphatic drainage experts. And I think I've kind of like taken a piece of all of their little routines. So I start with my chest, my neck, and then I will massage my face and bring it all down. I do feel like this makes a difference in how puffy my face is. Yes, that lymphatic fluid is going to fill back up. 
of course, but I'm still increasing that circulation. I'm still getting things moving. Overall, I feel like my skin benefits from it. So after that, I will remove my first cleanse with a damp, soft microfiber cloth. Like I'm talking baby's bottom soft. I don't want any friction when I'm removing this. I want it to be so, so, so gentle. I will not use a regular washcloth for this step because basically it's exfoliation, a physical exfoliation if, if we're using like a, a coarse washcloth. So then after that, I'll go in with my water-based cleanser. This is usually just like whatever gentle cleanse I have on hand. Right now, it happens to be Kiehl's. I really enjoyed the prequel cleanser. It is probably one of my favorite cleansers ever. Um, so I'll just use whatever one I have open at the time. And that will be kind of how I remove the rest of my makeup. I like to add a little water in my hands and really emulsify the product well so it's nice and sudsy. And then I'll go in and wash really good, like my whole face, my ears, behind my ears, my neck, my chest, get everything off. And then I'll pat my skin dry. I will never rub my skin, pat it dry. It's still a little bit slightly damp. And I will then go in with my LED masks. So yes, I said masks plural, and that's because I use one for my face and then I use one that fits at the same time for my neck and my chest. Um, and I started using LED masks when I first started reading up on the science a couple of years ago, and I've been using Current Body for probably close to the whole time. They're my favorite ones. You'll definitely recognize it from my stories because I always, I, it's a 10 minute treatment, so I always pop on stories while I'm doing it. Um, but the reason I like Current Body is because it has both red and near infrared light. And if you're out there shopping for masks, the, the wavelengths that you want to look for are 633 nanometers and 830 nanometers. Those are the wavelengths that have been proven to be the most efficacious for our skin. So the benefits of red light include collagen synthesis, right? Increasing our collagen, which in turn helps with fine lines and wrinkles and skin sagging, things like that. It's going to help to give you just like a little bit better complexion more even skin tone in the sense of like it's almost like it brings a little bit of life back to your skin because it increases that circulation and it also helps to reduce inflammation so while red night while red light is not thought of as an acne light right usually we think of blue light which i avoid because i have melasma personally um, but it's a great it's great for those who break out but it is going to give me that anti-inflammatory effect in that sense so whenever i have an angry pimple like post holidays from all the sugar i do like to make sure i'm incorporating my led mask religiously regularly it's really important with these masks that you're choosing one you like and is comfortable for you because consistency is key here. Like you have to use them regularly in order to see the difference. And the one from Current Body is super flexible. It's really comfortable to wear. And I can wear all three at once. Yes, I said three because I use the face, I use the neck and the chest, and then I also have a helmet. The helmet LED light is really for boosting circulation to that hair follicle to increase hair regrowth. So I'm getting it all in at one at once. And I like this brand because the, the facial skin and the neck and chest ones have been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 35% in just four weeks. And they've also been shown to be 31% more effective than other LED light masks on the market. It has 132 LED lights, like actual bulbs, and it uses something called pillow technology to kind of diffuse the light better so that you're getting a more even coverage. And as I mentioned, it does have those wavelengths that you want to look for, the 633 nanometers and the 830 nanometers. And it's just so easy to incorporate into your routine. Like I said, it's 10 minutes. So I'll either do my Q&A on stories. You guys know this is like when I like to answer questions 
or I'll literally lay in bed and meditate or even read. It's only a 10 minute treatment, so it's so easy to incorporate into my routine. I'll either lay in bed and meditate or I'll talk on Instagram stories, whatever during that time. But at 10 minutes, all three of my devices shut off at one time. And I know I've like covered the bases when it comes to my skin and my hair health. And Current Body, who is the sponsor of this podcast, gave me a code to share with you guys, which is super generous. It's code CBAMY for 15% off and you can use it on any and all devices. So I'll link below the exact devices that I use for my face, my neck, my chest, and my hair. So you guys can see what I've been using for the last few years. The hair one is more recent, but the skin ones I've been using for what seems like forever. So I'll link all those below for you guys and you can use that code if you want to save a little bit. So after those 10 minutes, I remove my masks and then I go in with my eye cream. Eye creams, I sometimes use, sometimes don't. I don't think it's the most important step in your routine by far. If you're someone who's on a budget, it's definitely not the first one I would recommend buying. Use all your other serums around your eyes. They're going to be beneficial. But I do think sometimes it's nice to have a formulation that was specifically formulated with the, the delicate eye skin in mind. And I do enjoy using eye creams. So one that I love a lot is from Skin Fix. It's their newer peptide eye cream. They have two, but I really like the peptide one. And... I posted about it on stories because it was actually a little bit shocking. I think it's rare that I use a product where I see a difference so quickly, but it was one of those things where I was using it for a few nights after they sent it to me and I was doing my makeup on camera and I kind of had this moment of like, that's weird. Like I feel like my under eyes look better today. Like I don't feel like I need under eye concealer. And then it started clicking that I had just started using this new eye cream and I was very impressed especially for an eye cream I feel like an exfoliant a retinoid okay yes I expect to see changes but an eye cream I just I didn't expect to see such quick changes and I really enjoy it it's also a really nice like thinner consistency so if you're somebody who's prone to milia you should be able to tolerate it if you're somebody who likes an eye serum instead of a cream especially if you're prone to milia I love the Dr. Dennis Gross retinol and ferulic eye serum sometimes I'll layer that underneath my other eye cream my more rich eye cream because I find that it's just so helpful for eye concerns. The good thing about most eye creams is they kind of target it all. Like most of them are going to target um, fine lines and wrinkles and most of the anti-aging concerns around the eyes. So after eye cream, I will then go in with my serum. Now, if I'm using a retinol or a retinaldehyde, that's what will go in this step. But if I'm using prescription strength tretinoin, like the one I've been using recently, that will go on after my moisturizer. If you guys want, I can do a whole episode on retinoids, but I have done a really in-depth YouTube video about this because I find that knowing when to place your retinoid is really essential to how you're going to be able to tolerate it, along with how many nights you're using it, what the rest of your routine looks like. All these things can really make or break your retinoid. I've personally been using tretinoin for many years on and off because I test other retinoids in between there. But I still like to have my prescription strength tretinoin on top of my moisturizer. So in that case, I will keep my serum step to something like a serum for hyperpigmentation, maybe just like an extra boost of hydration, something like that. Serums I've really been enjoying. I love the Pillow Talk Derm Major Fade Serum for hyperpigmentation. I really like the Summer Fridays hydration. I think it's called Dream Oasis. It's like their hydrating serum. You guys know I'm not for an HA serum because they're so... Like there's HA and glycerin in every product that we're using. So we don't need an extra step, but this this serum is really special. It has other emollients in it too. So it's almost like doing hydration and moisture in the same step. So if I feel like I need an extra boost, I will use that one. 
and then I'll go in with my true moisturizer. So I've really been liking one. I've been testing out for a couple weeks now. I've been using it pretty religiously and I really enjoy it. It has ceramides. It's not launched yet and it's under embargo and I don't know when this episode is going to go live so I'm not going to say the, the brand name but if you tune into my IG stories, as soon as that embargo is lifted, I'll talk to you guys about it because it's a really nice moisturizer for the dry winter months. And then, of course, you guys know I love Skin Fix. That's such a great uh, moisturizer. They're Barrier Plus. They also have a lighter blue jar that's better for oily skin. My holy, holy grail moisturizer is the Xerophyte Barrier Repair um, sold by Skin Type Solutions. And the reason I love that one is because they use something called MLE technology, multi-lamellar emulsion technology. And it means that the lipids that they use in their formula basically form a pattern that perfectly mimics the lipids in our own skin so it's like a one-to-one match with their own lipid barrier so it's highly effective then after moisturizer because i'm on a prescription strength tretinoin i will apply that here i've been using a combination of 0.025 percent tretinoin with a 15 percent azelaic acid it is a it's a combination a compounded cream that i got from my partnership with apostrophe i worked with them like three months ago maybe and I'm still getting through that bottle so it lasts me a long time because remember all you need is a pea-sized amount um and I really enjoy that formula in fact I'm probably going to go back and pay for the follow-up visit and everything which is so silly because I'm a dermatology provider but I'm going to pay this other dermatology provider to check off a box so I can get this specific formulation because I can write it in my own clinic but there's something about the cream that this that apostrophe uses in their formula that is just so nourishing and my skin really loves that I want to continue using that. Maybe I'll go up on the tretinoin strength um, from 0.025%. And then if it's a night I'm not using a retinoid, which is really only nights where I'm like feeling extra irritated or maybe I'm, I did a procedure or a peel or something, then I will slug. So I'll never slug on top of actives because that is a recipe for disaster. But if you are not using any actives, you can slug. And slugging is basically just using a little bit of Vaseline. Like all you need is a pea-sized amount. Rub it into your whole face and it just occludes everything. It locks everything in. So if you use the hydration serum and a moisturizer, it just keeps all those delicious ingredients like locked into your skin so that they can work even better overnight. It prevents something called transepidermal water loss. So as we sleep or as we live our lives, our skin loses water to the environment through the epidermis. And this really blocks that because it just locks everything in. But hear me when I say, if you apply Vaseline or you slug on top of your actives like your peel pads or your exfoliating serum or your retinoid, you will wake up with dry, angry, flaky skin and it is a recipe for disaster. So while it's, it is like intuitive for us to think, oh, I just used irritating ingredients, I should use some Vaseline but it's going to have the opposite effect. You want to save this for nights you're not using super, super active or irritating ingredients. Like I mentioned, I love Vaseline. I love Aquaphor. They're pretty interchangeable to me unless you have a lanolin allergy. You want to make sure to avoid, or wool allergy, you want to avoid the Aquaphor because of the lanolin. But my true favorite Petrolatum product is the prequel skin ointment they have an ointment that is 45 percent petrolatum but the reason i love it i call it slugging 2.0 because there's all these other beneficial ingredients like basabalol and if you're somebody who is looking to soothe and moisturize and lock in water which is most of us when we're slugging this product is like really really special i think it 
deserves a place in everyone's regimen. I have it on my lips on top of my um, lip liner right now. It's just such a diverse product. I use it on my cuticles. You can use it on your kids' cuts and scrapes. When Josie skins are neat, I put that on because I like knowing that there's other anti-inflammatory ingredients in it as well. So Slugging 2.0, you heard it here first. It is a fantastic thing to add into your regimen. So now my skincare is done. I kind of let my myself marinate for a minute before I hit the pillow. I don't want to lay down immediately with like a nice dewy face. So I let everything kind of meld in my skin. And this is when I take my Nutrafol. So I've already eaten. My stomach is full. I just had like my rich in protein snack. I'll go in and take my vitamins. And at night, that looks like four Nutrafol. So you take four pills of Nutrafol a day. It can be a turnoff to some people. I literally put all four down the hatch with a glass of water. I've never had a problem. I do it, as I said, after I eat. I've never had any stomach upset or anything like that. Um, I've been using it for four years for hair regrowth. So that's, that's a long time for me to really stick with anything. I'm not one to use the same thing for that long usually. But it is one of the, one of only two like clinically studied hair quote-unquote vitamins that I recommend to my patients and I find it to just align with my goals the most when it comes to hair health because it treats the underlying cause of hair thinning from so many different angles. So we know that stress can cause hair thinning. Nutrient deficiencies can cause hair thinning. There's so many things that can cause our hair to thin faster than usual. Hormones, all those things. It addresses all of it. And it just works really well into my wellness routine and the results I've seen personally. I've shared them on my Instagram a million times. But the results I've seen personally are like enough to make me a loyal user forever. I don't think I'll probably ever stop using Nutrafol. I did take a break while I was pregnant, but as soon as I had Josie, I did the postpartum formulation. And as soon as I was done breastfeeding, I went back to the women's formulation. So it's really been a game changer for my hair density, my hair growth. It's just made all the difference. And then I've also been enjoying the Maya Chia scalp serum uh, with a little bit of scalp massage, one of those little silicone massages. I use the one from Briogeo. This is a newer uh, introduction into my routine. And the reason I like it is because it has anti-inflammatory ingredients, anti-androgen ingredients that can kind of work on the hair follicle to, again, help to reduce hair thinning. I use the scalp massager mostly because I just don't like applying it with my fingers. I don't want to get the serum all over my hands and have to wash them again. So I just put, I just spray the serum directly on my scalp. I use a scalp massager to massage it in. That increases a little bit of blood flow, of course, as well, but you can also use your fingers that will do the same thing. And then I sleep with my hair in a very loose top knot. So I'll pull all my hair to the top of my head. I'll do a little twist, twist it around, and I'll either secure it with one of the crown affair clips, which are the best clips I've ever used. They're so strong. They will hold my whole head of hair and the clip is tiny. I will either secure it with that or with a silk scrunchie and the silk scrunchie that I use is from Clementine. The most important thing with either method is to make sure your hair is not pulling anywhere. So you guys know the feeling when like you throw your hair up and it feels like it's just kind of pulling in one spot. You don't want that. At any time your hair is secured back, you do not want that feeling because if we're repeatedly putting that tension on the root, it can lead to hair thinning in those areas and um, that can actually be permanent if it's not treated. So then after that, if I have an event or I feel like I'm not going to be able to sleep, I will take Array, their sleep supplements and potentially their bloat supplements. So I talked about this on my episode with Sif Eider, who is the founder of Array. So definitely go back and you'll hear like all my tips for what I do before a big event. But this is kind of the gist of it. 
I take two sleep vitamins from Array. They have valerian root in them. They help me to fall asleep quickly. I stay asleep all night and I'm not groggy in the morning, which is like key. There's no melatonin, which I love. And then I'll also use two of the bloat supplements from Array. It has like really good ingredients like bromelain, which helps to reduce inflammation and swelling. So if I know I'm either filming the next day or going to an event or I want to look my best, I actually take bloat to help with my skin as well. Like I'm, I'm a puffy person. I run puffy. So this really helps with that. And then I will spray a little bit of pillow spray on my pillow. It's called This Works. <laughs> That's the name of the brand, This Works Deep Sleep Pillow Spray. This I've used for a long time and I've like obviously take it like when I run out, you know, I don't use it for a time, but I don't know what they put in this stuff, but it works. It has like lavender and other like soothing botanicals in it, but it really does like, it feels like I'm hitting my head on like a spa and I'm falling asleep so peacefully. So I really like that. And then I will um, prop myself up on two pillows. So I use silk pillowcases for my hair. The rest of my sheets are either cotton or linen just because I feel like they're nice and cool. But my pillowcases themselves are silk because I think it makes such a difference, not necessarily for our skin, but for our hair. That It reduces the friction when you're moving around on your pillow so that your, your hair is not snapping and breaking off in the middle of the night. If you've ever like looked on your pillow when you got up, for the day and then like little little, like snaps of your hair all over the pillow you need silk pillowcase that's going to help reduce some of that friction so I sleep on silk and I sleep on two pillows propped up and this also helps with like the puffiness um so I'll get in bed I'll either use a lip mask or my same petrolata my slugging 2.0 um from prequel I'll use that as a lip mask and then sometimes I'll apply it to my hands or use a hand cream and then I'll read like one of my positivity books so I don't read a lot of fiction at night. I really like to fill my brain with like really good thoughts before I fall asleep. I think it's just that time is so special before we start to zone out and go to sleep because our brain starts to kind of change the way it's thinking and you really want to program yourself, your subconscious, which is like the thoughts you don't consciously think, right? Your subconscious with good thoughts and, and, and affirmations and all those things that are just going to boost your brain while you sleep. I'm really like, if I wake up and I've had a bad dream, I, I really hate it because we are, our thoughts are our wand. Our word is our wand. And I do believe we manifest and we create from that place. So I try my best to like have positive thoughts as I'm falling asleep um, and have positive thoughts while I'm sleeping. And during the day, I really mind my mind I mind my thoughts I think it's so important that you're constantly checking yourself and trying to think positively as much as possible I know that sounds a little bit woo woo but just try it try it for 30 days and watch your life change like you guys when I tell you my life has changed in the last let's say the last seven years I used to be working a job which I loved but it was very taxing in the intensive care unit I was working seven 12-hour night shifts in a row so I was exhausted then I would have seven days off and go back and forth like this. I was exhausted. I was breaking out. I, we, we, I had a great life. I was very happy. But when I look back, those things that I dreamed about, I am doing right now. Like I am actually living my dream life right now. And my dream life, quote unquote, has changed, right? I have bigger aspirations now. And I can't wait to look back in another year or five or 10 and say the same thing that I was able to accomplish all those things. And it all starts with your thoughts. 
Truly, you have to mind your thoughts. Your word is your wand. So don't think or say anything that you wouldn't want to come to fruition. And I know I'm I'm a worrier by nature. I've always been one of those people who's like, oh, like if I say the bad thing, the bad thing won't happen. Like say out loud, worst case scenario. But I've really tried to pull back on that because I don't want to give any of those thoughts energy, you know? I once heard a quote that said, anxiety is praying for what you don't want. And at the time, it made sense to me. But once I started getting deeper into this world of of creating and the law of attraction and all of this stuff, it like clicked because your thoughts are your prayers. What you're thinking about, what you're daydreaming about, what you're imagining, you're essentially telling the universe or God or whatever you believe in that that's what you want in your life. So if you're anxious and you have these thoughts of bad situations that you're anxious or nervous about coming up or happening, you're praying for them to occur. So I don't know. I didn't intend to get that deep on this this nighttime routine episode. But some of the positive books I like to read before bedtime are The Secret, The Keys to the Law of Attraction, The Four Agreements. Those are really good places to start. So then it's time for bed. As I mentioned, my head's up on two pillows. I put one pillow under each arm and then one pillow under my calves. This sounds very specific, but this is actually a tip I saw from Vanessa Lee years ago. She was speaking with a physical therapist about sleeping on your back and these are the tips he gave. And I am such a side sleeper. I love the feeling of sleeping on my side, but it is so bad for our face. Like it just really does make a difference with wrinkles and volume loss and things like that. So I try my best to sleep on my back whenever possible. And if I do fall asleep comfortably in this position, I will usually stay that way unless I'm woken up in the middle of the night and then I have the urge to turn over. But if I can make it without like waking up too much, I'm on my back all night if I sleep in this pillow situation. So then it's lights out and I'll put on a little sleep meditation or affirmations, something like that. And then the last thing I do is kind of work through my day saying what I'm grateful for. So I'll start at the morning and I try to think of the most minuscule things. Like I'm so grateful that like my omelet this morning was so tasty. Like whatever cheese we used in our omelets this morning was like extra creamy and just delicious. And I try to think like all those tiny things and then the big things too. Like I'm so grateful for my health. I'm so grateful for my family. I'm so grateful for Josie's health, all those things. But I try to kind of like work my way from small to big and not forget about the tiny things that made my day happy. And then I also do a little bit of future gratitude. So like if there's something I'm trying to manifest, I will be grateful for it as if it's already occurred. So like an example could be like, maybe you want to manifest a certain salary. Like maybe you wanted to manifest a raise to $90,000 this year. You could say at the end of your gratitude list, like, I am so grateful that I now make $90,000 a year, you know, and I do this for everything. I do this for future health. I do this for monetary goals, for goals on platforms, all these things. So that's like the kind of the end of my gratitude. And then usually by the time I'm like creeping towards the end of the list, I'm falling asleep because I've just been like in my head for so long. So that's usually I'll just end up falling asleep like that. And that is my entire nighttime routine. And I have to tell you guys, when I say it out loud to you, it seems absurd. It seems like it's so many things, but it's so ingrained in me and it does not take me very long at all. Like I feel like it's each, each portion of this is only a few minutes. It just, it takes a lot to get it out in words. So 
definitely let me know if you're going to try to incorporate any of these things. Let me know also if you want a morning routine or if there's any other like solo episode topics you guys want to hear. I'm always open to your suggestions. Just leave them like in a comment on Instagram or even in a review of the show. If you haven't rated rate and reviewed the show yet, it means the world to me. I really take that feedback seriously. So anything that you want to let me know, if there's a guest that you want to see, if there's an episode you specifically really liked or a guest you really liked, let me know so I can bring on more people like that for you guys. This podcast is for you. Like that's why I'm here. I just want you to get the most out of it. So anything you want to tell me, I am all ears and I will talk to you next week, Skinthusiasts. Yeah.